welcome to I'm Not Okay With Day. I am your host, Day. How are you all doing today? I hope you're doing well. You guys, I'm doing well. I'm actually doing really well. I've been thinking about the podcast, obviously, and, you know, I kind of had a little bit of hesitation even to do what I'm going to do in this episode because I created this entire podcast when I was in a place that wasn't great and I wanted to create a space where I could express those things and talk about when I'm not doing well and so there's almost this feeling of, okay, I need to keep on being depressed so that people can relate or this like almost um like I'm not allowed to feel happy we'll get into this a little bit later but I've been feeling great for the last couple weeks actually and I figured I would talk about that and so this episode I'm calling it the evolution of day because I feel like there has been a big shift there's been a been a big change and I want to talk about that it's been a positive change I think and so I want to spend this episode talking about that but first we are going to get into our some type of way so you guys (laughs) it's been a week and not a full two weeks yet it's been a week and a couple days since I dyed my hair teal and I'm obsessed. (laughs) If you're not following me on Instagram, the I am not okay pod Instagram page, first of all, go ahead and do that. Like pause this right now, go to Instagram, type in I am not okay pod, follow, and then come back. Okay. (laughs) Actually, if you're listening to a podcast, you can probably do it while you're listening to me. So I hope you're doing that. But anyway, I think it was a few days ago, I posted on my story that my Jamaican family continues to roast me and my hair, but I don't care. And you know what? I just want to say, guys, okay, so I cut my hair. For those of you who don't know me, I used to have long curly hair and I recently cut it in January, um, which in and of itself, that was huge for me because it's the shortest I've ever cut my hair. I have done a big chop before where I cut my hair off, but I did that before because my hair was really damaged from all the crazy things I was doing to it and I wanted to start over. But this time around in January, I just wanted a change. I mean, it's the stereotypical thing of like when a woman goes through a major change, she goes and she cuts her hair, you know, or she dyes it or she does something crazy. But honestly, for me, it was more than just my life. I'm, I'm really depressed. I'm going through this great thing. And let me just do this drastic thing now. It was just like my hair no longer had the same value that it had to me. And I just felt like, you know what, I I just don't want to have to deal with this anymore. I don't want it anymore. And I didn't even realize until recently, um, 
how much more meaning cutting my hair off had, even for me. Because honestly, I if for me, initially, it was just my hair is annoying me. I just want to get rid of it. I'm tired of it. Okay, so when everything happened, I came down here um, with my parents and I thought I wanted to cut my hair, but I was like, let me go in stages. So I actually cut my hair into a bob first and that was great. You know, we loved it, but I was like, no, I, I need to do more. And so I cut it again and that's when I cut it. As I said, the shortest I've ever cut it. So it's like, I barely have hair in my head. And honestly, you guys, zero regrets. I had no regrets. I loved it so much. I actually remember that I posted on my personal Instagram page um, what people think about if I cut my hair again. And I got I got like 50-50. Like half people said, don't do it. And the other half of the people were like, yes. And I mean, I only did it for fun because it was never going to change my mind. Like I had my mind made up already. But it was interesting to see what other people thought about me cutting my hair. In any case, I'd already been thinking about it for a while. And so, yeah, the way I am, if anyone knows me, they know that if I want to do something, I want to do it right now, today, in this very moment. So when I had initially made the plan to cut my hair, like I was going to go to the salon that same day or like the same week. But when I was looking for a salon, the only the place that I found, they didn't have availability for a couple of weeks. So I was like, ugh. Okay, so I scheduled the appointment and I could not wait for that day. And you guys, like that day came Ooh, and it was such a relief, honestly. It was freedom, it was relief. It was just like, yes, this is me. I love this. And it's crazy because... I have always been, hair is so important. I love my hair. Hair is everything, length, length, length. Like that was me. I was all about the length, all about the growth, you know, very obsessed with my hair for my entire life, pretty much. And I had started to get away from that, you know, as I got older, but still like my long hair was my thing. You know what I mean? But... As I started thinking about cutting my hair, it just excited me. And I kind of got away from this almost like need to have long hair. What I realized eventually is that for me, it was something I was hiding behind, which was very um, reflective of my entire life, you know? And I didn't realize this until later on, more on that later, um, how much that really meant to me. So anyway, I cut my hair. I loved it. I still love it. But when I first cut it, I didn't realize how quick my hair grows. And so my hair was growing out really quickly. And I was like, no, <laughs> I didn't like that. I really wanted my hair to be short again. And I realized I want it even shorter. And so I made the appointment, scheduled with my hairdresser again, and of course, it was again weeks in advance. First of all, my hairdresser, she is that good, where her appointments just be weeks and weeks out. But anyway, we scheduled the appointment with her, and um, it finally came to be, and I said, okay, here's the cut that I want, 
And here's the color that I want. So here's the thing about me and color, right? I have colored my hair multiple times before in the past. Um, but I only did like the browns and the blondes and the red. You know, pretty like common hair colors. And I've honestly never thought about doing my hair, coloring my hair in any kind of like wild color until recently. But I don't know. I don't know what came across me. I was just like, hey, I'm in a position in my life right now that I will probably never be in again. So why don't I take advantage of this and color my hair something really wild and crazy? Like I'm in a place in my life where nothing is holding me back right now. Nothing is holding me down. I don't have to answer to anyone. I don't have anyone to live for or to please except myself. So why not just do something wild and crazy? And the more I thought about that, the more I was like, yes, let's do it. And so if you go on my Pinterest board, you're going to see a bunch of pins with girls with all kinds of colors in their hair. <laughs> and I went through that hole of just like looking at all the colors. and I ultimately decided I wanted a teal color. And the more I looked on Pinterest, the more I was like, oh, I can't wait for that date for my hair, my salon appointment date. It could not come fast enough. And guys, let me just tell you, when that day arrived, first of all, I wanted to go do it before my birthday, but it didn't, it didn't happen, which was fine. I still looked cute on my birthday, if I say so myself, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I went, I got my hair done, and I was, I fell in love. I fell in love with myself all over again. I loved the cut. I loved the color. I loved everything about it. So I never told my mom or my dad what color I was going to do because I knew that people were going to have opinions and I did not want anyone to sway me. I knew it was going to be very wild, very different from anything I've ever done before. And I didn't want to have anyone's anything in my ear. I wanted to go in there and just say, hey, this is me now. And sure enough, I did just that. My mom, she was like really wanting to know, okay, what color are we doing? But I didn't tell her. Anyway, so I was so excited to come home <laughs> and show her and my dad like what I did. And I got home and it was very anticlimactic, first of all, <laughs> her response to my hair because I wanted to do this whole recording and this whole um, getting her reaction. It didn't work out the way we planned. Won't get into details, but it didn't work out. But she ended up liking it. Um, but my dad, he never saw me actually the first day. He came home late, so I didn't even see him that first day. But the next day he saw me, he was like, you look like a green lizard. <laughs> and I was like, really? Really? Then when I talked to the rest of my fam, I was getting a leprechaun. I was getting all the St. Patrick's Day jokes, all the jokes, okay? And you know what? Guess what? Your girl felt nothing. Like I, 
I was genuinely able to laugh it off and feel feel no type of way. Like I never felt bad. First of all, if you guys grew up in grew up in a Jamaican household, Caribbean household, a black household, roasting your family members is just a regular part of life. So <laughs> that's nothing new. And you kind of learn to have a thick skin. So I've already had a thick skin, quite frankly, for my entire life. There are very few things that offend me, really. So uh, you know, like hearing these responses, I, I expected some wild things. I expected people to have things to say. And honestly, I really just didn't care about it. But I, I think that like there is for uh, for a lot of us, you know, there's this element of like you care what people who you love think, right? There's some there's an element of like their acceptance that makes you feel like, okay, like this is okay. But honestly, in this decision that I made, I never felt that. I never felt like how I feel about my hair is contingent upon how they feel about it. And I realized in that moment that like, you know what? I love this. I want this for me, first of all. And I love this for me. And that's great. That is okay. That's more than okay. And I don't care what anyone has to say about it. I'm happy. I love it. And that's all that matters. And so that's what it is. My some type of way is my hair. My hair has me feeling great. My hair has me feeling myself. My hair has me feeling like I'm on, like you can't tell me nothing, okay? In fact, after I got my hair done and I was talking to my friend, I was like, listen, y'all can't tell me anything. Even if I'm wrong, I don't want to hear it, okay? Because look at my hair. <laughs> no, but for real though, I feel so confident and so comfortable and so beautiful and just great in in the way that I look right now. I love the fact that I can wake up in the morning, do absolutely nothing to my hair and go. And I love that it just automatically looks good, like no matter what I do. I, I'm obsessed. And so, yeah, that is my some type of way this week. It's good. I'm feeling good. Which leads me into the topic at hand for today. So as I said, I'm calling this the evolution of day because I was doing therapy last week and in my therapy session, my therapist made a comment and she said, I feel like right now, I feel like I've witnessed, not even just right now, but I feel like over the last couple months, I've just witnessed this evolution of Dania. And I was like, hmm. This is a very interesting statement because I have never thought of that before. But as I started to think about it more, the more that her and I were talking, the more I was like, I think that's actually a very accurate statement. And it's one of those things where when you're in the heart of it, you're not you don't recognize it because you're hard, you're in it until someone else points it out. And then you can really kind of look at your life and look back at where you are with a different perspective and then say, hey, that's true. Let's give you a little update. Okay, so last time y'all heard from just me, my last solo podcast was episode was the birthday episode. And I was feeling good in that episode. Things are going great. I was in a good mental space at that point when I recorded that episode. Um, But <laughs> the week of my birthday, I was feeling quite the opposite, okay? I actually felt 
so sad. I will not forget on that Tuesday. So my birthday was on Friday. On Tuesday, I had therapy the Tuesday before and I was in that session and I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And that entire Tuesday, I cried the whole day. I I like... I was just, at the end of the day, I was exhausted just because I was crying so much. I felt so depressed. I actually here just pulled up my journal that I have because I want to read to you guys what I wrote in my journal the day before my birthday, just so you guys can have an understanding of where I was at mentally, okay? This is what I said. It's been almost two months since the last entry, and I've probably never felt worse. My prayer life has been lacking. I've been the most depressed I've ever been. It's hard to even think of something that God has taught me because it's just been so long. But I know God is always teaching me something. I'm going to stop it right there for now. So this is in my God has taught me journal, right? And... Yeah, I mean, this was the Thursday before my birthday. So this was going on for a while, just this like down feeling. And I, it was all precipitated by just the realization that things have really changed and that things are really, really hard. Yeah, I said this actually in my, I think it was the episode with Raquel. And it's like where you're going through something that's really hard and you don't realize how actually hard it is. And sometimes that's because you don't realize it until someone says something. And sometimes because like something just hits you and you're like, oh, this is really, really hard. And so that's what happened um, on Tuesday something happened and just hit me like a ton of bricks and I realized man my life right now is just not where I want it to be and I have so many obstacles that I'm going to have to get over to get where I want to be now and it's all because of this divorce and it's all because of all the things that happened I started going down this like downward spiral I was angry I was sad. I just felt defeated, honestly. I felt so terrible. And it was it was a while like that feeling, I was feeling that for a long time. You know, it's it was like a good couple weeks that it was happening, but I think it was like it just hit me in that moment. And that was, you know, that Tuesday was the day my birthday episode came out. And it was the day when, you know, like, I'm talking so optimistically about all these like great things, and how grateful I am and all these things. And literally, my friend said to me, you need to listen to your podcast episode again. Because I was telling her how I was feeling. She's like, your past you said everything your future your current you needs to hear go back and listen to the episode that just released today okay and then let's talk and sure enough I listened to the episode that I myself recorded and it, I said everything I needed to hear in that moment which is just crazy and it's another testament to the fact that this podcast is not just for you all like it's so it's for me too like I'm I talk about a lot of things in the moment you know about how I'm feeling in the moment and 
This has happened multiple times since I've put the podcast out where the next episode will come out and I'm feeling it some way and my my old self is saying exactly what I needed to hear. And so that's exactly what happened. And, you know, I still, as I said, the Thursday before my birthday, I was still feeling down. You know, I wasn't feeling great, but I had decided that on my actual birthday, I am going to pamper myself. I'm going to self-care it up. I was going to get myself a massage, get my nails done. Um, I went out to eat. I was going to do all these things. And I took the day off from work. And so this was my plan. And sure enough, I did just that. And honestly, the day was awesome. It was so relaxing. It was everything I wanted it to be. And on top of that, I received so many messages from people who love me just giving me the birthday greetings. It was so nice. It was such a nice day. And uh, the following day, we were going to have a little COVID-friendly birthday celebration. And so um, we had some family on the Zoom. And I had some, uh, my few friends here in the state that I'm in came over. And you guys, it was so nice. It was such a nice celebration. And from that day on something changed. Something changed and I couldn't quite figure out what it was, but I think I have the answer now. Especially at the party, right? Like I had people, my friends, they showed me, my friends, my family, they all showed me in a very tangible way how loved I am. You know, it was, and it's, it's very typical, like, you know, when it's your birthday, people always tell you how great you are and all these stuff, right? You know, they really boost your head and make you think you're like the greatest person since sliced bread, right? But truly, you know, hearing what people had to say about me and just knowing that people were in my corner and that people are here for me and that people have always been there for me, which is something I've talked about before, but... I don't know. It was the first time I really could like have this. It was just tangible. I don't know how else to say it. It was something that I could see and feel and taste. And, you know, it was just so real for me that I really just, I don't know, my my, my perspective on everything that I'd been going through um, up until that point changed. And I honestly have been in a good mental space since and I said earlier that I have a little bit of hesitation you know with this episode because I initially especially when that you know one day after that day you know the next day I was feeling good and the next day I was feeling good and the following day and after a couple of days of feeling good I was almost afraid because I was like hmm I, I I'm scared to say that I'm okay And to say that I'm good because what happens when the inevitable happens and I crash or I have a sad day or I get back into like a depressive episode, like, you know, I don't want to claim that I'm good and then something else happens and I'm back at square one, you know, and it's also like, am I allowed to feel good? You know what I mean? Like when, when you're so used to just like 
bad and hard and down when the good times come you look at it like you're squinting at it because you're like is this real can i do this can i enjoy this moment or is something else going to come up that's going to be like no actually no don't enjoy this you know what i mean and so I was really scared and I was talking to my therapist about that as well. And also one of my best friends who she said to me, Dania, like if you have a sad day, that's fine. And if you have a sad moment, that's fine. And that doesn't mean that you're like regressing. That doesn't mean that you're back at square one. All that means is that you've had a bad moment. You've had a bad day, but that doesn't undo the progress that you've made thus far and you're allowed to feel that, you know, and, uh, you know, it just took that reminder for me to be like, you're right, you're right. And so just in thinking about that more talking about it with my therapist and my friends, I was like, no, I need to do this because I know a lot of people are probably listening to this and have also experienced difficulties. And you have issues with experiencing good stuff and we need to celebrate the good stuff too the good days and even though this podcast is called i am not okay with day it's also okay to be okay it's okay to feel good and to feel happy and to have happy moments even when everything in your life seems to tell you it's not you know even when things are going badly it's okay to laugh and it's okay to have fun you know and I want to, again, like put this out there, honestly, for myself as a reminder, like, no, we need to bottle up this feeling that we have right now. And let's remember this. This is my way of remembering exactly how I feel in this moment, because there is a great chance the next week when this comes out, I'm filling down again and I myself need to hear this again. You know, who knows? But I really wanted to just celebrate the fact that I've been feeling good and talk about how that's happened and talk about my evolution. So in thinking about this evolution, I I started thinking about, you know, my life and kind of like, when did all this start and how did this come to be? And what was, who was I before and who am I now? And how, how did all that happen? And what I thought about was who I've been for the last couple of years and who I've been for the last couple of years is someone who did not prioritize herself someone who not only not prioritize herself but neglected herself I think there's a big difference you know I put other people's needs before my own that meaning I put my husband's need before my own needs before my own my clients you know my job my friends my family I think that I created this like Per, I, I don't know if I created this persona, but I just this this habit started to form. It was slow where less and less I would think about myself and, you know, what I want and what I need and what's going to be good for me and more kept doing that for others. And so I think the problem also lied because lied in the fact that in my marriage, I did that a lot. And then 
in my career I did that. And so, you know, there is no like, what, who is taking care of me? And when am I going to be able to take care of myself? In every aspect of my life, I was just in this like, give, 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 give. And I really wasn't getting a lot. And so I think I started losing myself a little bit um, when that happened. And, you know, it's hard. And I think a lot of people in the helping profession can probably relate to this. Having something called balance, very, very difficult. Because, you know, in our profession, we're working with mental health. We're working with people's emotions, which means we have to compartmentalize our own emotions. But what I was doing is I thought I was balancing it in the beginning, especially. Oh, I thought I I got it in the bag. Like I started my career and I thought it was going well. Okay. Like this is the problem. I was fooling myself. I thought we're good. But what I was really doing was avoiding my problems, avoiding the reality, not calling it what it was. And so putting it to the side and saying we're good, but in the meantime, we're not. So then I kept on giving in my job, in the marriage, in everywhere, and pieces of me just started to um, cut off in a sense, you know, almost like I was... um, kind of a shaving off parts of myself, you know, and that, as I said, it was slow, but it happened throughout for for the last couple years and it kept on happening and it kept on getting worse because things in the marriage started to get worse. And so I felt like I was doing all the things and nothing was working. It was getting harder and harder to avoid and I honestly just felt lost, you know, and it was something I told my therapist in the very beginning when I started it, like, I feel like I've lost myself, and I don't even know who I am anymore, and especially now that I don't even have this marriage, so much of my identity was in this marriage, so now it's like, who am I even, you know, and I I spent so much, so many years, like, not like not investing in myself. I think that's a good way of putting it. And so like, I really just, I didn't know anything. I just felt lost and I didn't love myself anymore. And I felt like I wasn't worth anything. And it was very evident just in my mental health, first of all, and and just the way that I was with my family and my friends. It just, it was something that I, I couldn't hide from anymore. And of course, Y'all know everything came to a head last year. All things went to hell. And so I finally was in a place of like, okay, I need to start doing this. I need to start taking care of myself. Actually, I want to say that um, I've mentioned this before, I think, but I started therapy my the very, very, very first time I did therapy, not with my current therapist, but my first therapist ever was in 2019. And I feel like that was the time when I started to take myself seriously. Like I started to prioritize my mental health. That was honestly the time when things started getting really difficult at work and just like that balancing. And so I was like, okay, I I can't do this. Like I need help. And so that's kind of when I started like dealing with things. And it's interesting because I noticed that 
when I started to do that, a lot of the problems in my marriage increased. The more I started taking care of myself, the more problems we were having, which that's that's a, a sermon in and of itself. We're not going to get all the way into that at this moment. But if that wasn't a sure sign like, honey, this ain't right, I don't know what is but and I didn't realize it at the time of course now that I can look back I can say yeah that's true so anyways I'm going through that we did I did therapy for myself and um it ended abruptly and I kind of never just got back on the bandwagon things started to fall apart they started to fall apart and then here we are and so the second time I decided to get therapy was when I was like, okay, I can't. Like, I just can't. And I really do feel like that is when everything just started to make sense. I started to make sense, first of all, of what was happening in my marriage. And I started to make sense of what was happening, most importantly, with myself. And that is when I realized how much I neglected myself and it was not okay. Um, On top of that, that's when I realized how much of my life I was living for others. Not just like immediate, but also on social media, you know, just living this, 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 this false, like happy life that everybody thinks you're living and and continuing to, um, keep up with the facade. Like it was just getting very exhausting and it was no longer anything I could continue doing. And it was during this time when ideas of the podcast started to come to my head and this like a conviction almost of like, we need to be authentically ourselves. We need to stop with this facade because it's not helping anybody at all. And honestly, it wasn't until I could really openly do that, that another part of me started to come through. It's literally like I was this flower I think that just like started to bloom you know but I feel like that's what was happening and so I go through you know this um therapy thinking that in therapy I'm going to be working on you know reconciling the divorce and just dealing with the feelings of that and like the adjustment and all of that but what actually came from that was realizing how much I didn't love myself, you know, and how detrimental that was to my mental health, ultimately, because, you know, I ended up making certain decisions in life because I didn't love myself that really messed me up, you know, and so it's just amazing because, again, I mean, I preach therapy all the time, I will always do it, but therapy was really the thing that helped me see things from a different perspective, where, and and realize problems that I didn't even think were problems. You know, I, as I said, I go into this thinking this is the problem that I'm going to work through. And then I leave think, um, learning, oh, wait, actually, yes, like that is just a symptom of this actual problem here, you know, and that's what was happening. And once I realized this, I was like, okay, so now that I realize I do not love myself, how can I get to a place where I do love myself again? And how can I get to a place where I want to now, 
where I am prioritizing myself and that I'm working on being authentic again. And again, the podcast, it was a big part of that. And you guys, like, it was so scary. I mean, I, I said that in the first episode and in the trailer. And even as I think about it right now, it's been officially like two months since I put out the podcast. And the fact that I was so terrified when I think about how scared I was and I think about even how I feel right now recording this like I have been so vulnerable and open since I started the podcast and I have not felt nearly as scared or anxious to do that and it's like wow it's a testament to the fact that a talking about your problems and talking openly about things is actually helpful instead of avoiding it because I I feel the difference I know that and it's also a testament to just how um just being authentic with yourself even if it's not something that you're putting out there to the world being honest with yourself about where you're at is huge i think that's a part i think that's the reason why a lot of us are in problems is because we have issues but we don't want to face them we pretend like they don't exist and we keep on going not knowing that these issues that we refuse to face continues to affect our daily lives until it comes to a point where it's like unavoidable and then we have to do something a lot of times that that point of being unavoidable is like that rock bottom you know but you don't want to you don't have to wait till you get to that rock bottom and that is another thing my therapist has taught me you know one thing I've realized just like in in learning is just my my boundaries and how difficult setting boundaries were for myself which I didn't even realize was an issue that I had and you know I kind of like used to put myself in things and then feel so exhausted and just like not be able to handle it and just crash and burn every time. And my therapist said, Dana, you don't have to wait until you're exhausted to make a change. Like you can make the change right now. You know what I mean? And that's been something that I've been trying to actually implement in my life, recognizing being honest, first of all, with where I'm at and then saying, it's okay for me to set this boundary to do whatever it is I need to do. And let's actually create a plan to do that so we don't have to get to the point of exhaustion until we make a change. And I say that to say for any one of you who are avoiding any kind of issues, any problems, if you're like separate from telling other people, I just want you guys to know that like pushing it to the side does not help. Okay, it makes things worse. Whatever you think is not actually impacting you, it is. Look at your life. Be honest with yourself about what is happening right now in your life. What are your relationships like? What are your friendships like? What is your day-to-day life like? What are your emotions like? How do you feel as you go throughout the day? Like, be honest with yourself. If there's anything else that I don't, that I want you to get from this episode, it's just that. If you get nothing else, be honest with yourself. And I think that's the thing that for me really just changed everything. You know, I used to say this to my clients all the time. When you're depressed... It's like you're in a fog, you know? The thing about when you're in a fog is that things are everywhere. You can't see them until you get to a certain distance, but it doesn't mean that they're not there. You know what I mean? And I always always used to say, when you're in this fog, all you see is dark and all you feel is just that 
thickness surrounding you, that just like heavy burden, the darkness, the sadness, and that's all that's there, right? And But it doesn't mean that the good things don't also exist. And I always used to say this, like, the family, the people in your life, they've always been there and they are there. But you're in your depression fog, so you're not seeing that because all you're feeling and seeing is just this whiteness, you know, the whiteness of the fog and you're feeling that dark, heavy feeling. But it doesn't mean that the people are not there for you. And it doesn't mean that good things are not around, but you're just sucked into this fog. And so that is how I felt um, a lot of times. But once I was able to be honest, first and foremost with myself, go through the process of therapy, realize, okay, have my therapist, first of all, call me out and tell me, Dania, you are catastrophizing right now. You are, you're not being honest with yourself. You're jumping to conclusions, all of those cognitive distortions that we hear about all the time. When my therapist can call me on and say this, then I can look within and say, you're right you're right. I feel this way right now and us not to invalidate what I feel. But the truth is, here is what is around me. And here is what I have. And here is the reality. And once I was able to look at the reality, what I realized is where I'm at right now in life is exactly where I need to be. And honestly, it's the best place I've ever been. And it's crazy to say that because it's like the best place I've ever been in my entire life came from the worst experience of my life. But it's true, you guys. Right now, I talked earlier about my hair and about the fact that I cut it off and I colored it. I'm doing all this crazy stuff. And the real, I mean, the truth is like it's cliche a little bit, but it's also like, I cut off what I was hiding behind. When I cut my hair off, I can't hide, you know, uh, my ears anymore. Like I never, I learned that I have a beauty mark on one of my ears. I have never known that before because where it's located, you can't see it. You would never have been able to see it because my hair was always there, you know? And there are certain features in my face that I've like realized since I cut my hair, like there is no hiding. And I think that's very much a reflection of even being open on social media about where I'm at, being open on this platform, on this podcast, like talking, shedding all of the layers, showing you guys, telling y'all, hey, this is me. This is where I'm at. You know, all of those things are part of my evolution. Now, I'm in a place where I'm no longer hiding. I'm not hiding from myself. I'm not hiding from you guys. I'm not hiding from anyone who's in my life personally. I'm being my most authentic self and it's not necessarily something that's great all the time and there's not happiness all the time, but it's real and it's freedom. And that's what I said on my Instagram page, uh, on my story. It's like, I'm in a position right now in my life where I can live for me. I can make decisions for myself. I can really just focus on my needs. And that is freedom. And it's not to say, because it's not to say that like I'm going to just 
is only about me, 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 me. No, because I know that I don't want, I don't want the, the idea to come across as I'm living this like selfish life for myself. Absolutely not. Especially because as a Christian, I believe that I should live my life, you know, for others in service to others to help others. Like that's a huge part of Christianity and what I personally want to do for my life. Um, But I think there's a difference between um, serving others and neglecting yourself. I don't think service of others equals self-neglect. And that's what I was doing. And I don't want to do that anymore. And I realized there is a way for me to prioritize my mental health while also serving others. I think that's exactly what I'm doing here. And that's what I want to continue to do moving forward with the rest of my life. And so, yeah, I... I'm in a great place right now where I'm at in life is I feel a sense of content with who I am. I don't feel like I need to dim my light for anyone. I don't feel like I need to make sure I need to hide myself for others. I feel like I can be my most true self and that is enough and I don't if I'm being honest with myself I haven't felt that way for at least the past five years probably more but I'm gonna say at least the last five years you know and you know that that feeling right there is something that came with a marriage if that's the case the end of that marriage is actually the best thing that could have happened to me because that's just not something I need to be in, first of all. And it's not something that I want to be in. And so I, I've just realized that where I'm at right now, mentally and emotionally, I mean, I could not have gotten here if I weren't in the marriage, first of all. But second of all, this is where I need to be. And I'm glad that I'm here. Like, I can genuinely say, I am happy that this is the place that I'm in. And it's what's best for me. And as I said, it's something I want to remember. You know, I want to hold on to this. And it's not to say, because I have to remind myself of this as well. Now that I'm feeling good, there is obviously this, this, it's easy for me to tell myself, okay, like we're good. We, we passed the, we passed over the hump, but we're going to be good now. And then when something else happens, I just like, I create this unex- unreasonable expectation for myself. And then it's going to hit me real bad the next time. And then I'm going to, you know, spiral down again. I, I know that I have the tendency to do that. And I want to remind myself right now and anyone who might be feeling this as well, that it's okay if I feel sad tomorrow, and even today, if maybe later on I start to feel sad, if I start to feel unhappy or, or any kind of negative emotion, anger, that's fine because it's part of the journey. Life is, life is a roller coaster. You know, that's another thing. People always talk about, you know, um, when they go through different experiences, they say, oh, it was such a roller coaster. But the reality is, life in general is a roller coaster for every single person. Some days you're up, some days you're down. That's just the reality. No one lives a life where they're happy 
every single day. And I'm just trying to set myself up for reasonable expectations that like if tomorrow I wake up and I'm not good, like that's okay. That doesn't mean that this is still not good for me or that I'm still not even in a happy place or that I'm still not content, you know, because I still went through a lot and I'm allowed to feel sad about it and I'm allowed to feel angry and anxious and all of those things like those are it's okay and I want to remind myself of that as well and I want to remind you guys that like it's okay to have good days and it's okay to have bad days too you know so I don't, I hope you have been following because I'm here. I, this is what I do a lot of times with the podcast. Also, you know, I, I tend to process things the more I talk them through. And so, and that's not a linear thing. You know, if you know me already, you know that I'm a very all over the place person when I talk about things and I tell a story, I'm talking about all the things in the story. And then I'm going off about one last thing on the side note. And, and then I come back. Okay, <laughs> this is how I am. And I hope you guys have been able to follow in this episode because this is exactly what I'm doing. I'm processing it as I'm talking it through with you guys. You know, I tend to go into this. I have a little bit of a plan in my head, but of course, I don't have every single thing that I'm going to say right now. So sometimes it's like, Michael Scott, I start the sentence and I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going here. (laughs) But so I hope you guys have been following. But, you know, I feel like the main takeaway here is I was living a life that was not authentic to who I really was. And now I am. And that's awesome. And I'm still in a process too. I'm still in a process, period. I'm still in this um, growing period. Like it's not something that just ends today. Now I'm happy. Now we're good. And that's it. No, we keep on learning. We keep on evolving, you know, and it's something that I am committed to doing for myself always. Like I'm always going to be committed to working and growing and becoming a better person in however way I can. And that's just not going to change. And so that is, that's it. That's my evolution, you guys. And I, I hope that this allows you all to reflect on your own life and how you're evolving because you are, you are. So that leads me into my what God has taught me. And guys, honestly, everything kind of goes in together. And it's crazy because, again, these are not things that I plan, but God just works. He just works. And so when I was thinking about this, I mean, this almost immediately came into my head. What God has been taught, teaching me, what he has taught me and continuously teaches me is that he has my best interest at heart and he knows the future and he he been new he been new he knew everything that was going to happen and he had already been making the preparation and a big example for that for me is the people i have in my life because they have been there for me way before all this stuff has start, was happening and i'm just seeing how god has used them as I've continued this journey, you know, and how God has used them to help me. Because ultimately, you know, you have people in your life, they love you, they're there for you. But sometimes you take them for granted. And I think if 
I think the number one thing I've learned is just gratitude because those people in my life have really shaped me into who I am and they keep me going. Honestly, in those days when I'm just like, ugh, I can't, they're there for me and they give me the push that I need and they keep me going. And God knew that I would need them. He knew that I would need specific people. And he sent those specific people for me for different things. And I will forever be grateful for that. I can't sing my praises to God for his just endless, unconditional love and always being one, two, three, ten, a hundred steps ahead, you know? And I think the most amazing thing is like when you think about being way, a couple steps ahead, right? Just to know that the person who is in charge of everything and who has all the power, all the everything is one step ahead of you in your life, but for your betterment, like they're doing, he is doing everything, he can for you to be the best version of yourself. It's just like, wow, <laughs> I don't have any more words. Like it, it blows my mind, you know? And so it's something I always want to remember. Again, this this episode, it's kind of like my altar because if you guys read in the Bible, my best friend actually, she told me about this in, in our little devotions that we be having sometimes. She actually did a, a study of the altars and um, basically in the Bible, a lot of times when people went through difficult moments or anything, when they went through any kind of um, struggle or any kind of battle, whatever it was, they would build altars. And that was their way of remembering. This is the day when X, Y, and Z happened. And this is, this is representing this covenant that we have, this agreement that God and I have because of what he's done. This is my thing to help me remember. And so that is what this podcast is. It's my altar to remember what God has done for me and what he continues to do for me and will continue to do for me and what he'll do for you guys because I know that God is also working in your life and if you're ever questioning that look at your life and look at what's happened God is there and he's always been there and that's it for this episode you guys thank you for sticking it through with me I hope you guys have been following <laughs> okay um, I do want to say, okay, so first of all, I mentioned it earlier, go ahead, follow me on all social media platforms, you guys. I am on Instagram. I am not okay pod on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I am not okay with day podcast Facebook page. Okay. And also guys, I mentioned this a long time ago. I have been really sucking and promoting myself. First of all, I'm promoting the podcast, but I also have a private Facebook group called I Am Not Okay With Day Private Facebook Group. And I created that group because I wanted to create a community of people where we can just 
heal together and grow together and support each other, okay? But because I suck at promoting it, not a lot of people are in the group. So I just wanna let you guys know right now, the group is there. Go ahead, join the group if you're on Facebook and let's just build that community. Also, um, y'all, I'm on Twitter, but I need to just get off of Twitter because quite frankly, I don't be on Twitter, y'all. I try to get on, you know, try to be a cool kid, but I'm not on there for real, for real. But if y'all want to follow, follow me, I am not okay pod on Twitter. All right. <laughs> I'm not going to delete it. I'm going to keep it there. Come and follow me if y'all are on there. Okay. Maybe we can start talking. Also, Guys, so I've mentioned that I'm studying for my licensure test and that is scheduled to come up in a few weeks. And so I am going to take a little break to prioritize studying for that. And so we're going to have a little bit of a break for the podcast, but don't worry, we are coming back. Okay, we're going to come back. Um, The date for when we're going to come back is tentative TBD, but I will keep you posted. Follow me on all social media and y'all will know what's up. I will let you know what's coming up. Also, final thing, you guys, we're looking into expanding and growing the podcast. So if you have any topics that you're interested in talking about anything that you really feel like you would love for us to talk about, anyone you want me to talk to, you know, feel free to email me, okay, guys? My email is iamnotokaypod at gmail.com. iamnotokaypod at gmail.com. I'm gonna attach it in the description box, so feel free, y'all, if you have any questions, anything that you want us to talk about, any topics to discuss. I'm also gonna be, I'm gonna try to interact a little bit more on the Instagram page and on the social media page so that we can have more engagement with you all who are listening. So we're going to do all of those things um, that's going to be coming up. I'm very excited. We're not ending the podcast. We're going to keep it going, okay? Um, but I have to prioritize my test, y'all, okay? Because we're not trying to be in this situation forever. We want to pass that test. So pray for me, y'all. Pray for me as I go through the studying process, okay? And... We will talk when I'm back. As I said, I'm going to let y'all know when that is, okay? Until then, bye!